Hey everybody, this is Liz Siglisi and I'm with Amber Teasley and this is our very first episode of our new podcast, Home is Where Hallmark Is. Hallmark uh, is very, very popular these days with a wide variety of entertainment out there. Uh, of course, one of their biggest things is Countdown to Christmas, which gives us numerous Christmas shows and holiday themed shows starting probably around Thanksgiving, I think, or right after and heading straight into Christmas and then some. And then, of course, they gave us Christmas in July. Um, so our love of that has bonded us and um, brought us together to talk about something we love. How are you doing, Amber? I'm doing good. How are you, Liz? Pretty good. Pretty good. Um, yeah, we um, bonded over our love for Hallmark, and um, I am 40 and have a daughter, and uh, she likes the Hallmark movies, too, so we watch those together, and there's not a whole lot of, you know, people to really talk to and discuss Hallmark together with, and um, so I was really looking forward to doing this podcast. Um me too. I'm 45. So I'm a few years older. I don't have any kids. Um, <laughs> I am probably the only one in my family that actually watches Hallmark. I actually get a lot of flack from it uh, about it. I should say, pardon me. They'll be like, oh, "What are you watching?" They used to drive my mother crazy. She'd be like, "How could you watch these?" Um, and when you post about it on on Facebook, a lot of people, you know, like to give it um, poop. You know, they like to poop on it. But I found that um, people would start to tag me in a lot of Hallmark news um, <laughs> and, and, and things like that. But one of the things that draws me to Hallmark is that it's just relaxing. It's very peaceful. It is, yes, a lot of it is repetitive. A lot of it is cookie cutter, copy and pasted almost, especially the last um, couple of years. But I think that's part of the comfort yes. um, of it. You know you're going to get a fairly good quality movie. You know, that you don't really have to, and this isn't me being negative about it. It's something I love about it. You don't really have to think too hard. No. You know, you can just relax and enjoy it, you know, for what it is. Um, and they're very peaceful and for the most part, you know, very, very wholesome. And, you know, basically, Leaves you know. Leaves you with a smile. They always yeah. leave you with a smile. Yeah. Everybody with- likes romance, even if they deny it. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, even at, you know, seven years old watching Fred Astaire and Ginger Rogers movies, you know, when AMC still played black and whites, you know. Right. Yeah, they do very, very rarely. You know, I grew up, well, I'm from New York City, as you might be able to tell by my voice. And they used to show musicals every weekend on um, what's now Fox. And I think it was, I think it was, I think it was a Phyllis W, NYW, something like that. And they used to show musicals and old movies on, on that channel all the time. And I would watch them with my grandmother. Mm. So I remember the very first one that I ever watched with her was Seven Brides for Seven Brothers. I have not seen that one. Oh my God, it's my favorite. Um, and I was hooked. And that led me to, led me to Fred and Ginger and Jean and Judy and everybody else under the sun because you know that everybody thinks they're just this oh singing you know everybody thinks they're kind of like you know cookie cutter and, and copy pasted but they're not you know obviously the musicals yeah. 
They kind really of have not... the same stigma as the Hallmark movies yeah. do. Yes, exactly. Like they're just oh happy go lucky, you know, type things. And they're not. That's and that's one of the things I love about the Hallmark um movies. I think a lot of people also have uh, for a long time thought that they were like you know, Hallmark's a very wholesome channel, you know, for the most part. So everybody thinks they're just kind of like toned down romance novels. You know, and there's not. There's a lot of, a lot of lessons you can learn from a good Hallmark. Yes, yes, very much so. And um you know, now especially with everything going on in the world, you know, the COVID and the, you know, bad, you know, the news and everything, it's like you need that for sure happy indie. Absolutely. <laughs> and that good feeling, you know, mm-hmm. that you get from watching those movies. And, you know, that's kind of like why we were wanting to do this podcast and, um, right. Um, and, you know, and on the the Hallmark main channel, which I think is just Hallmark channel, um, their movies tend to be a little, tend to be the ones that are kind of, if you like, the plots are recycled. <laughs> right. You know, a different lot, a, a lot rather. And but you also have Hallmark movie and mysteries where they've taken a lot of um cozy mystery books and made them into series the aurora tea garden um joanna fluke's um a big murder murder she baked or whatever it's called i used to read those my biggest issue with those is they change the book so much i can't tolerate it (laughs) i can't tolerate them but they're very good and they're very well done for the most part then they have their their theories chesapeake shores when calls the heart um yeah i'm really uh, getting into chesapeake shores i'm about season and a half in mm -hmm. um and i think we're going to do a you know, podcast on, you know, the season, a season yeah. here soon. Yeah. yeah. And, um, but I'm really liking it too. Um, we got the fall harvest coming up. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do we, you want to lead us through some of the, um, upcoming titles? Sure. Um, a couple of these titles are a little, <laughs> a little odd. <laughs> um, I don't know if I, but uh, the first one coming up, we've got the Hallmark, and then we've got the Hallmark Movies and Mysteries. Of course, your Hallmark, they all uh, premiere on uh, Saturday nights at 9, and your Movies and Mysteries are at, you know, on Sundays at 9. But the first Hallmark movie coming up for Fall Fest is September 11th. Uh, can't forget that day. Um, and it's starring Lauren Elena, I think it is, and Tyler Haynes. And she's actually a country singer think when I was looking at that right. I don't really recognize her a whole lot I think I know Tyler Haynes better than I do her but well Tyler is their um whole book hunger du jour it seems he's extremely popular right now his fans on Twitter are crazy and I mean that in a good way if any Tyler fan I'm a Tyler Haynes fan um yeah he's very very popular right now it seems like he's been in quite a few lately he's popped yeah. up Quite a, he was quite a bit. in one not too long ago that I was watching. Um, and then you've got Raise a Glass to Love on September 18th. Um, Taking the Reins, September 25th, which has got Nikki Deloach and Scott Porter. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be, you know how they have the younger actresses and actors and then you have the movies that have the older actors and actresses i think taking the reins is gonna it has the um a little bit older our age 
mm-hmm. uh, in it. Then there's yeah. Love Strikes Twice on October 2nd with Katie Findley and Wyatt Nash. And the one that's making me laugh the most is South Beach Love because I just, it's <laughs> October 9th and I just, I just feel like that's, you know, a little bit of that, that wording there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it's actually based on a book. Um, is it? it is, it is. It's actually based on a book and, um, which is a New York Times bestseller. So I'm going to be interested. I actually have the book. I realized that today when I was going through it, which I haven't read it. So I'm going to read it before um, before it premieres. So what's nice about a couple of these, well, first of all, South Beach Love and, and um, Roadhouse Romance, those titles are just, they crack me up every every time I, we talk about them. Yeah, because um, they sound a little bit like, you know, something that might be on the... <laughs> Right. There, there, there is. I interrupted you, so I apologize. There is one more on the um, Hallmark Channel, the flirting with romance. I don't know if you said that one. If you oh, did, yeah, I was. No, I, was too I did busy. not. Okay, I'm sorry about that. I was too busy laughing. So one thing that stood out for me, um, to me rather, is that South Beach Love is about a um Cuban family, which will be lovely to see, um, on Hallmark because as we know, they are thankfully expanding their uh cast <laughs> yeah i love it when they get a little out of their that they use I guess and you could say their their um recipe they get <laughs> going yeah. i like when they go outside of the box there and the other one that stood out to me um i'm a big nikki fan so i'm looking i'm looking forward to that one actually and uh, corbin burnson's in the one with nikki so i'm looking forward to that um but the other blurb that stood out to me was the one for love strikes twice because it's actually about a married couple um, oh, yeah. who is kind of out of sync and it's sort of will they, you know, or won't they? I mean, she was she, it is, they, they've done this one before. They've sort of done this plot line before where the woman makes a wish and she ends up 15 years, you know, or 10 years or five years earlier in her life. A little bit of time travel thrown in with your homework. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, and so will she choose him again or... You know, so they, they've done this one before, but it hasn't always been with um, a couple that's married. It's usually somebody who's having um, issues. So those two, those two really stood out at me, um, to me. I apologize. Yeah, um, that one does sound pretty good. I'm going to have to, since that South Beach Love is a book, I'm going to have to mm-hmm. find that book and read it before we watch the movie. See how good. And then we've got uh, the Hallmark Movies and Mysteries. And the one that kind of, the very first one that's on is September 12th. And it's called Redemption at Cherry Springs. And it seems really interesting. Um, it's about uh, a disappearance, actually, I think. And the reporter using her skills to, you know, right. find, figure out what happened. That one yeah. looks really interesting. Um, yeah, that, sorry, that goes back to what I was saying earlier that the Hallmark Channel ones, they tend to be the bit of cookie cutter ones, but the Hallmark um, mystery and then the Hallmark drama are ones that really tend to have a variety of different plots. Yes, yes, they do have quite a bit of variety in there in, on that channel. And then we've got uh, Finding Love in Mountain View on September 19th. Uh, One Summer, September 26th. Rise and Shine Benedict Stone 
on October 3rd. Then the vows we keep on October 10th. And then I guess this is a, another one in the um, signed, sealed, and delivered franchise mm -hmm. they've got going in the Dead Letter Office series. And it's untitled as of yet for October 17th. Um, they haven't, I guess they haven't named that one yet. But I think out of all of them, the one I'm looking forward to the most is that Redemption in Cherry Springs. Uh, myself as well. First of all, it has the most, even though I just said, oh, this channel tends to have different plots. Some of these are a little bit reused, but they have mm -hmm. new spins on them, which is nice. It's not so exact. Um, that one has the most unique plot that I've seen in a while. And I love a good uh, mystery, a real mystery. Yeah. So yeah. I'm definitely looking forward to that one. I kind of tend to, I do like the mysteries that are in series, but I tend to like the ones that are kind of separate in their own story. Because um, I sometimes feel like if you get, um, I, you know, we've both, I think, tried to watch different episodes or different uh, movies for the sign sealed and delivered. You kind of feel like you're being put in the middle of a story and you have to kind of watch the whole series. Right. right. So it's nice to be able to just turn the TV on and watch a mystery that's just a standalone. That's um, one thing they do with the Murder, She Bates um, series very well, because even though it is the same characters and it's based on the book, they do sort of explain it or give you little hints of, you know, the relationship between everybody and, you know, the whole plot. Um, Hannah, um, she owns a bakery. She likes to solve mysteries. Her boyfriend is the cop. She sticks herself into all the mysteries, you know. It's kind of explained over and over again in some little way, you know. Yes. Is that the one that stars Allison Sweeney? Um, yeah. Yeah. Allison Sweeney in it, I mm -hmm. think. Yep. Yep. That's the one. And um, why, why am I blanking on his name? He's in, he's in so much of their stuff. He was the one that hosted their talk show that they canceled. Is that the Holman family you're talking about? Yeah, he's on, he, was, he was the host of that. I can't think of his name. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Some Hallmark podcaster I am. I can't even just think of Cameron it. Matheson? Cameron Matheson. Yeah, he's been in a lot. He's been in so much. I was surprised they canceled that um, talk show. The fans are very upset about it from everything I see on on social media. I didn't really get a chance to watch it because I work during the day. Um, right. I'm a medical coder. I work from home. Um, but um, 
so I don't really have a chance to watch that. But, you know, I, I, what I did catch of it was pretty good, especially around Christmas. Because, mm-hmm. you know, I'm getting getting really, really, really excited, especially now that we started this podcast. And, you know, I always get that little bit of delight knowing that um, we're going into the Christmas season and we're going to have a, lots of new movies. I know. <laughs> I play like I- the... I have that app, the checklist app every year, and I try to watch every movie, even if I watched it, you know, because they have a set, I think, I don't know how many movies they play, but I try to watch every one of them, even if I've seen them a million times. I do too. What I've enjoyed, um, I didn't get to watch as many as I wanted over the holidays for personal reasons, but I've been, so I thoroughly enjoyed them replaying a lot of them and a lot of the previous year's ones this summer. I think I've watched more Christmas movies <laughs> this summer than I did than I did during the holiday season. And for the most, excuse me, for the most part, they've been really enjoyable. But one thing I've noticed is that earlier ones um, for the Christmas, for the fall harvest, for whatever, I want to say until about maybe 2016, 2017, they were much less cookie cutter. They had a lot more individual if that's actually a word in them and then when they start to become so mass produced and so quickly produced it seemed like the themes and the actors and actresses were recycled over and over and over and over yeah I think that I, I feel like in the last since like the, like you said since 2016 they've done a lot more of them I think every year they try to increase the amount yeah totally. um, of course I love them regardless I'll watch oh. every one of them I, I mean, let's be honest. Sometimes we look at them and go, "Didn't I just see this one?" <laughs> you know. <laughs> it's a, and 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 to give you, we talked about when Amber and I were were um, planning out some of you know what we wanted to do on the show. That saying that led us to um, one uh, recurring. We won't do it this one for this episode, but in future episodes, we're going to have um, a, a top ten segment where we count obviously the top ten themes and names recur you know um a top 10 actors or top 10 actresses or top 10 locations and our and this was amber's idea and it was fabulous the top 10 names using christmas food items or relating to (laughs) (laughs) we google that i'm sure we're gonna get a whole bunch of them (laughs) because it's 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 I mean, so I think, I'm pretty sure we could probably do a top 10 of just the names with cookies in it. Yeah. Cookie cutter, cookie, you know, because they've done a lot of those here lately. Or I, I, I think there's at least three with like ginger, you know, some yeah. type of ginger you know, in it. Or, you know, and and that uh, Amber also had the brilliant idea to do during the Christmas season to do um, bingo. Yes, I was looking forward to the bingo. I pulled it up to show it to uh, my husband because he he was like, what are you talking about, Hallmark bingo? And I was like, yeah. And um, I was like reading off some of the stuff to him. And so I think what we should do is when we do that, Liz, Mm -hmm. um, we should do it with two different movies. Like you should do your bingo on one movie and I'll do my bingo on the other movie and we'll see. Right. And (laughs) I also... I also had the thought that we should put um, a little note on it of the time, like ha- yeah. so we could track how long it took to make a line of bingo. Because I'm pretty sure there are going to be times where we fill up the card by in like a half hour. 
Yeah, like the yeah. whole car. <laughs> yeah, the whole car is going to be filled up in um, with within an hour. Um, so that's, you know, that's kind of what brought us, you know, to do this. Um, who knows if anybody will even listen to us, but we're still going to be doing this because we like to talk be about doing it. Right? Yeah. You're up in New York and I'm down here in West Virginia. So, right. So, see, it tra- it's, you know, it's, you're all over. You know, a lot of people would think, oh, oh, you know, I didn't think somebody would, from there would like it. But Hallmark is, is, is Hallmark. I have my, I sleep under my Hallmark police blanket, you know, <laughs> every I night. I want to get the mug because I don't have the mug. I have a mug. Oh, I want the mug. I have a green mug. I have a green mug. A Christmas Hallmark movie, Christmas green mug. I have the Hallmark Christmas movie channel um, blanket, fleece blanket. I have socks, and I have um, and it's away obviously because it's for Christmas. I have this little thing where you can hang, like uh, that is for um, it's just for like little tiny Hallmark Christmas ornaments. My sister and um, one of my best friends are very big into collecting um, like the ornaments that they put out every ornaments. Yeah, they put out ornaments. Yeah. So, were you able to watch um, Sweet Pecan Summer? You mean Sweet Pecan Summer? <laughs> <laughs> the North and South thing? <laughs> I always think it's funny that we pronounce that completely different. <laughs> it's, it's not going to be the. That's going to be the. It's not going to be the last time we do that. <laughs> no. No. It's a completely different movie either. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, yes, I did. Um, it was pretty good. Um, what did you think? I really enjoyed it. So I watched it twice. The first time I watched it, I actually had company. So it was like kind of on in the background, but I, I ZVR'd it. Um, so I, I got to watch. I watched it kind of distracted and I, I was enjoying it while I was distracted but then I watched it through and I, I really enjoyed it I liked that we, we had um an Asian family yes um I really enjoyed the focus on family and family traditions and how it was um the traditions we've seen many times traditions based around a harvest based around um a fit, you know, or a selling of a farm or things like that. Yeah. But this, this one seemed, and I don't want anybody to take this as like I'm knocking, you know, the family. This one seemed less depressing. I mean, she was, you know, the, Amanda was obviously upset that her aunt was, was going to sell. But everybody was so much nicer in this film. Yeah, you didn't really have your, your you know, usually in these you always have that one um, developer, I guess you would call them. And they mm-hmm. did have developers in, in right. the story, but they have that one that's like ready to do whatever. <laughs> right. You know. Right. And even within the family members, I mean, Amanda was upset, obviously. Um, and she was working with her ex to try to get a family to you know to buy the to buy the land to buy the orchard orchard um but usually she wasn't like so dramatic about it mm-hmm. and so like negative she wasn't th- at the end she did obviously get very upset when the only offer was from a developer but that was that great misunderstanding moment which I actually appreciated too that it was 
the great misunderstanding was actually different. You know, she was upset with him because, you know, and, and she admitted she was wrong right away. Um, yeah. She wasn't upset with him because of another man or another woman or, you know, whatever. It was a totally different circumstance, which you, you understood why she was upset. You know, she was disappointed. She didn't think he did something bad, really. You know, she was just disappointed just in the Disappointed in what happened. Yes, exactly. But the family was a lot of, a lot of fun and seemed very genuine. They all yeah, that aunt so was well probably together. one of the favorite characters ever, ever. She was very eccentric, and I loved it. She was great. Yeah, I loved her a lot, and I liked the best friend. Uh, I think his name was Chris. Hmm? Yeah, uh, he was really good. He was pretty good. Um, I thought it was kind of funny that the aunt's boyfriend was from Myrtle Beach, just because I don't think I've ever heard anybody talk. <laughs> About Myrtle Beach in a Hallmark movie before, you know. Yeah, so there's been a joke for many years that in our area where I live in West Virginia that that was the vacation spot. Mm-hmm. Uh, everybody went there. It was like you know the little town of our you know hometown. <laughs> uh, a quick Twitter search has showed me that Sweet Pecan <laughs> Summer um, had the third highest summer nights premiere in the 18 to 49 demographic which I think is a testament to um them going out of the box a little bit them going, kinda... them going, they're going out of the box and some things I was reading on Twitter was from the Asian community is that they really appreciated some little touches that you know they had in there that are um common amongst Asian families like and this is why it sounds silly to somebody for me saying it but like taking off um the, sh- the shoes and paying attention like how the families are um you know actually fairly you know diverse that's you know like any family um and they were playful you know together they didn't stereotype the asian family as much as other shows or other channels tend to do yeah because you have to be really careful you know because you know that can come you, know, you go too far into the stereotypes and then it, you know, does the opposite. But I think they, anything, everything I feel like that Hallmark does, they do it in a very respectful way and they try to represent, um, they, you know, back in the day it was a lot of the same type of people, but they've done really good about being very inclusive now or more inclusive than they used to be. Um, uh, Absolutely. And I think that started about 2017, 2018. It really started about when When Calls the Heart was becoming extremely popular. There was a lot of, um, and I'm not saying the Hardys, you know, led this movement, but I think they had something to do with it because a lot of them were calling out Hallmark. They loved the show, but they were calling on calling out Hallmark on the lack of diversity. In a, I mean, it's set in Canada, um, but they ignored the fact that in these small Canadian um, mining camp towns, there mm-hmm. was the, there was diversity. There were, um, you know, black people. There were Asian people who worked in the mines, and you didn't see any of that. There were even, well, what we would call Native American, you know, indigenous, you know, right. people, you know, tribal people. Um, I don't, you know, however, however you want to say it. Don't, you know, don't at me. I'm just trying to be <laughs> correct. Um, but you didn't see it. You didn't see it at all. 
you know, and no. um, so around that time, this that started to become like a popular topic on social media about how they needed to um, diversify. And luckily and thankfully we have, they have. And I've loved seeing um, Tia Maori, one of the twins. Yes. I love them. I love both the twins. I love when when she has a when she has a movie. Yeah, I love those movies, and um, you know, like I was telling you that my favorite. I've noticed a trend in uh, being from you know growing up in the. 90s 2000s I was a huge One Tree One Tree Hill fan a lot of the actors and actresses are now on Hallmark movies and Chad Michael Murray happens to be one of my favorites um he's definitely a fan favorite everybody (laughs) loves him yeah I love him um but I was going through my list of notes here when I was watching the movie and I a couple of weird things you know Mm -hmm. that they set up at the beginning, when he pulled the water off the shelf and the back of the shelf was just completely empty and you could see through it. Oh, yeah, that was silly. Her, I was like, that wouldn't have held the water <laughs> up if it didn't have a back <laughs> on it. I know. And if you look where the water was, it was so out of place. Yeah. With the rest of the items around it. Like, you literally could have pulled anything else off that shelf. But they you know, made it water. They made it water. I think they just wanted them to flex his muscles a little bit. Yeah, probably. Well, you know, he's a pretty man. Uh, West Brown is is one of one of my favorites. <laughs> and then her name was Christina Cow. Is that how you say that? I, I believe it's Cow. I really liked her. Um, I liked how. I felt like of all the movies I've watched here recently from Hallmark, she had the most realistic clothing. I know that sounds silly. Yeah, but like she had shorts on and, you know, absolutely actual pajamas, you know. There was one I watched and I loved her bedspread. That quilt was gorgeous. There was one I watched recently um, and it had one of those titles that sound like all the other titles that where um, this blogger, I know, we're horrible Hallmark people. I know, I can't remember the name. (laughs) So this blogger, went home to help her father and I think she also hooked up with her ex and you know she had to pretend she was she was pretending she was from like the Boston area to like get um endorsements and backing and stuff and our products in this big store and she'd be working on the farm in or the ranch whatever it was and they kind of joked about it in the show but in the most unrealistic show but if you grew up on a ranch wouldn't you go buy a pair of jeans yeah. Like, why are you going to go out there in your $400 pair of, you know, khakis <laughs> or whatever, and you design a belt and, you know, whatever. I guess some, absolutely. Even the outfit she had on in that store scene was adorable. Yeah. And really fit it. It was light. It was breezy. It kept with the theme, you know, of, of the show. The color on her was, was spectacular. Yes. But she actually, was... I think everybody, I think you're absolutely right. I think it was one of the best dress cast in a while like everything fit yeah like you're in Georgia it's you know it's end of summer because I'm assuming you know I'm not real sure but I'm assuming they harvest the pecans closer to you know when you harvest most things which is in October and November so it's a little warm in August September so I mean she was wearing shorts so 
it just seemed in breezy dresses and stuff like that. And it just seemed more realistic than most of the other outfits that they sometimes put them in. I know. Like the $400 pants in the the cattle ranch. (laughs) I know. And the shoes. The shoes are always, they're always walking on ice in high heels. Yeah. Doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Yeah. I know there are those episodes of movies, rather, excuse me, where they get stranded, they don't have the proper shoes, and they've joked about that in a few, in a little wink and an odd way where, like, they take them to buy the appropriate, you know, whatever, but you see all these women who go back to these towns they grew up in, right, mm-hmm. and it's snowing, and they're going out in, like, the most inappropriate boots known to man. If you grew up there, you should know. Yeah, you and you would wear the appropriate clothes. That even if you think you're going there for a weekend and don't expect to meet your one true love all over again, that you might need these appropriate boots. That's always, always boggled my mind. And then, you know. Does me too. So I have a question. How far into the movie before you kind of got the hint that, you know, they were going to use the pecans for some type of makeup or lotion? line i mean how quickly did you (laughs) so the first time i watched it not at all because i was distracted the second one obviously i knew it because i saw it at the end but i remember i remember during watching it the first time like why do they keep focusing on this oil okay like why do they keep not so he's handed that is not at all right (laughs) really you know i'm like okay she's moisturizing her hands and i'm like are they trying to say something about you know I, yeah, I didn't. I'm not gonna lie. It didn't. She, they kept up. focusing on it. They like yeah. really like zoned in on the thing. But no, I have to admit, I guess I was so distracted, I didn't catch it at all. I'm not gonna lie to you, Amber. I kind of, I, I kind of had that feeling. But then when she picked up that bottle off the sink and put it on her hands, the aunt, not you know the main character, um, mm-hmm. I was like, they're gonna use the pecans. As a beauty, you know, product line because that's what she did. That's what she does. Right. Um, so I was like, I kind of felt like it really quickly. They really quickly went through the transition of, you know, finding the answer. Normally, I feel like they kind of get a hint a little bit earlier than what they did, but I kind of felt like that all kind of happened in the last like twenty minutes of the show. She kind of figured it, you know. Right, right, yeah. That was a cute scene though when she was like so hopped up on coffee. I gotta be, <laughs> I guess. And you know, I kind of like that they did that. There's probably other ones where they probably did something. You know, I know that they've done. You know, they realized they could branch out with the wine, or they could make wine, or they could make a sauce, or they could make a barbecue sauce, or they could do something else with you know everything, or they could share the land with somebody else. Uh, but I thought this one was a little, it was cute, you know, it was a little creative and it, and it actually, it, what was nice was that it fit because it's what she did. It wasn't yeah. them coming up with a new endeavor that they were going to try that miraculously was going to save everything. This or was, it was like a different, you know, job or career yeah, altogether. Exactly. It exactly. was something that fit with what she had been doing, exactly. at the, you know, the whole yeah, exactly. while. Exactly. Yeah. That's, that's exactly what it meant. That just, it made, it made sense. We're like, they didn't decide to like open a restaurant on the, you know, ranch or, you know, whatever. it was, and they had no, you know, restaurant experience. It just, it fit. It, it, it did. 
And then um, just a couple of funny things that, that kind of made me chuckle a little bit was them fighting over him putting the sign out and her covering it with the branch and then him going and removing the branch. Oh. It was hilarious. I just thought it was funny. And then him uh, singing in the car. Did yeah. you catch that singing in the yeah. truck? I really liked that. I thought that was pretty funny. Did too. Yeah, but I mean, I, I, I pretty liked the movie quite a bit. Um. It was ref- this is a refreshing, you know. Yeah, more- no, it, was, it I didn't mean to interrupt. It was it was very good. It was very, um, it was very light because I enjoyed the fact that Amanda wasn't. She felt bad, but she wasn't guilting her aunt for mm-hmm. moving on. Whereas normally, the daughters or whatever they're like, but we lived here, we grew up here, but you left like a hundred years ago. What do you really, you right. know? Like, <laughs> You know, you know, you're guilting your father because your mother died or vice your father died or whatever, you know, that's too expensive. Um, so it was refreshing that they also took that course. You know, the yes. family felt bad, but they accepted the, for the most part, they accepted the fact that, you know, the time would come, you know, and obviously they, they cheated one too, but it was what was best for her and they supported it. Yeah. You, of, you often have the very mopey, teary eyed, you know. And what made it also different is that the guy, he obviously wanted, you know, he was trying to help her, you know, find a way to save it. But it wasn't so much about him saving her. Right. You know, her yes. life was a crisis because of this. She no. was sad because of it. But, and that was also was refreshing. She came home to help with the harvest. She didn't come home because of some existential crisis she was growing through in her career. You know, that led her to go home on a... Right, on she was coming home because her aunt sprained her arm and uh, right. needed help. Right. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I feel like she was... They, they did a really good job of making her feel very independent and not reliant. Right. On, you know, they needing somebody to rescue her. Which, right. I mean, don't get me wrong, I like the rescue part, too. <laughs> He did, he did in a sense. He did in a sense yeah. try to, you know. He tried. Right. Um, you know, and he not very often do they both get they, at the end up they end up with two, you know, different jobs. I mean, she still is in the beauty industry, but he is now uh, you know, a coach for I guess what would be considered like a little league type yeah. thing. So, but I mean, I really enjoyed it. I did too. It was, it was one of my favorites in the last in the last few months. So let's see. Uh, I think next next time next one we're gonna do the first season review of Chesapeake Shores. Yeah, that's gonna be Chesapeake Shores season one. There's gonna be um, a standalone episode. We're just gonna be discussing all things Chesapeake Shores. We're starting from the beginning. Amber's a little ahead of me, so I have to catch up. But well, I'm um, gonna rewatch it. <laughs> I'm only about a season and a half through, but I'm gonna rewatch the first season. Um, and and then our third episode will be back to we'll re- catch up on whatever we need to review, and we'll de- debut our first top ten. So top if anybody 10. anybody actually listens to this shoot us um leave us a comment wherever it's posted on some top 10 ideas we're going to start easy top 10 hunk top 10 actresses and um you know go 
go from there. We'd be interested in knowing what top tens and making, you know, whatever. Top ten red and green uh, jackets that they always wear with Christmas. You know? Yeah, like their sweaters. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you can tweet. I think either me or Liz and just uh, if you got any ideas for top tens you would like us to do, um, mm-hmm. you can tweet. I don't know. Liz, what's your Twitter? I, uh, my Twitter is at LizzyP224. And mine is at Amber Teasley, T-E-A-S-L-E-Y-1. Going forward, I'm going to work on um, setting us up a um, Twitter. It was giving me grief before. <laughs> and let us know, too. I mean, we really want to do this. We're going to be doing it, you know, for ourselves, whether you're listening to us or not. Um, kind of yeah. bear with us because I'm a first time podcaster. <laughs> and I've co-hosted, but I've never led a podcast before. But we'll be working out the kinks. And we have Amber's amazing husband, Jason, um, who I met first. Um, through our love of a totally different fandom <laughs> and uh, worked a little bit with on podcasting for helping us out and we kind of have a home planned out I'm waiting to work I'm kind of working out the details so I don't want to say it on air yet just in case it doesn't um, pan out but I'm pretty sure um, it will and if it doesn't then you know we'll be posting this on our own all over the place <laughs> and, if, and if I ever fix myself up we can actually record it and just post it on YouTube as well yeah not not this one because i look absolutely like a, a nut yeah um, well, you look beautiful I uh. my head sticking up all over so um other topics we're gonna be discussing um on future episodes um what we want to see in hallmark movies less copy and paste are we okay with the, you know the way it is who do we want to see on hallmark or is there somebody who you were a fan of that you would have, that you just thought was like the best dreamboat ever in your childhood? Like, I would love to see Joey Lawrence. Oh, yes. He was oh, in a few, I think. I know, I know. But I even now, he's, in a few, he's, but... I mean, he's, my, he's my age, right? He's, well, he's 45. He's doing his E thing, though. He's big on yeah, E. I know. Um, I know. He's still adorable. I would love to see him. I loved the show Melissa and Joey. I love that show too. I would love to see the two of them do Yeah, absolutely. I would watch yeah. it. I DVR it. I would watch it every day. Well, where was that article you sent me? The two, the two sisters. We were talking about the two sisters. The press is it? Uh, the, the the Presleys. You sent it yeah. to me. Yes, we're yeah. gonna do. They're yeah. doing a, two together. Kimberly Williams pays Paisley yeah. and Ashley Williams. Mm-hmm. Um, they're going to got a couple of movies. They'll be playing sisters. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So yeah, we're going to talk about um what we like on each channel, what we don't like on each channel. Um, you know, they show. I I pretty much have the Hallmark Channel on all day in some way, shape, or form. I put it on in the morning. I mean, they show the Golden Girls. Yeah. Well, you gotta love the Golden Girls. They're. I don't think no matter how long you go or how far you go in this world. Somebody, there will always be a place in this world for ha- for the Golden Girls to play <laughs> on TV. Which Golden this, Girl are you? Uh, I think I'm more of a um, Rose. I'm probably Sophia. Because I'm a little ditzy. I can no. be ditzy about things. I, I, I I'm, I'm probably my, probably so. I, well, either Sophia or Dorothy. But um, when my mom was alive, I was definitely Dorothy. She was Sophia. But I think I've taken over the mantle of. 
you know, Sophia, I'm that uh, sarcastic old Italian. <laughs> I'm kind of, I guess where I grew up, you know, you just, you just trust people. Yeah. You know, it, you, you're, you being from New York, you probably have a little bit more street smarts than I probably have had. <laughs> right. right. Yeah. A little and, bit. You know, we're not that violent though, you know. No. Oh, no, I know. Um, it's funny because I actually, I grew, oh, I'm from, I still live on, I grew up on Staten Island. And it's a little bit different than the rest of the boroughs. We are a borough um, with Manhattan, Queens, Bronx, and Brooklyn. Um, but it was very different. We're not connected to the rest of them. I mean, we'll, yeah. we're connected to Brooklyn by a bridge. And we're connected to Manhattan by a ferry. So, but it's, we're much more like, I mean, we're New York through and through. But we're much more like New Jersey. We're much more like a, you know, it's, it's, like it's, a regular house, it's regular houses and neighborhoods. Not that the other places don't don't have that, but it's it's quieter, you know. So, and when I grew up, well, I grew up, the majority of the people who grew up on that block are still in touch in some way. Um, everybody knew everybody, you know, everybody, you know. So, it, yeah, but we definitely had that, okay, you're in New York City, like X, Y, and Z goes down. You don't, you know, you don't. Yeah. You don't do that. Yeah. I was just, I just don't think that, you know, I've learned things, late, you know, older in life, especially listen to the, I listen to a lot of uh, true crime podcasts now. So I'm more aware of my surroundings now than right. I used Absolutely. to be. Um, I, I think that's just the, the nature of the world. But that brings us right back to what we were talking about in the beginning. That's why we enjoy Hallmark so much. Yes. We get away from all of that. Yes, when you're watching the main Hallmark channel, you get that, re- you know, repetition. But that's part of the relaxation it brings. It's escapism. Yeah. You know, you know, and part of it for me is that I do enjoy kind of making fun of it a little bit. Doesn't mean I love it any less. I love no. it. You know. No. But I like, would okay, like. I love it. And you know, you you know when certain things are going to happen. You know, and they do surprise you like all the time. You know in them but that's what brings us you know to them they're just relaxing they're comfortable they're your Mm -hmm. old friends that you can visit with every night and they are not going to let you down nope always gonna have a happy ending (laughs) always gonna you know that's that's my thing I want to know you know gotta gotta leave with a smile I guess you should say exactly exactly and I think that about brings us to our ending (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> for, for this episode um we hope you enjoyed please leave us any, any comments doggy's ready for us to be uh over with it mine's asleep at my foot like please yeah quiet. unfortunately my 105 golden retriever has decided to wake up i have a boston terrier who's asleep by my foot i'm sitting on my bed and so is he um i don't know how chubby he is please find a little bit chubby um so that brings us to the end of our first episode of home is where hallmark is we hope you enjoyed please leave us any comments wherever you see this posted or hit us up on twitter again um uh lizzie p at 224 on twitter and, and amber is- amber teasley one on twitter and we hope you will join us again have a great evening everyone goodbye <laughs>